Hey, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Noah. Hi. I'm with um, Becca Joy. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also with someone else. Yeah, we have a guest today, Rhiannon. Rhiannon and I, we met, we met like uh, over a year ago. Uh, we're in the same orientation group, which I think is really funny that friendships actually start there. Because orientation was not the best time of our lives, to say the least. Oh, it's not your it's best time trash. for anyone. Um, so, yeah, that's where we met. We met at school, and then she lived a couple doors down from me in good old St. Joe's. Um, but, Rhiannon, <sighs> tell us about yourself. Tell us, tell us what, you're, what you're up to, and then also how your week has been. All right. Okay. So, hi, I'm Rhiannon. I've since moved away from St. Joe's, and I actually transferred out of the school. A tragedy. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm currently. I live in Chicago, so I'm going to school there, and I'm a fashion design major. So I'm a sophomore now, and life is going really good. I start school next week, and I'm looking forward to that because I haven't been in person in ages. The last time I went to school was in March, so. Mm-hmm. This should be interesting. But this week, I don't really even know what I've done this week. I, this is really embarrassing, but I was supposed to work a double shift on Monday and I didn't know that. So I didn't show up for half of the shift. Oh. So it's, all- <laughs> it's <really laughs> yeah. Awkward. Yeah. I work with my dad and he was like, where are you? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm at Target right now. He was <laughs> like, you're supposed to be here at 11. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So I skedaddled my way over there as quick as I could. But I haven't really... I really haven't done anything this week. Just work, catching up with some friends before they leave back for school. And that's about it. What about you, Noah? How's your week been? Uh, it's been good. Uh, I jumped back into school this week for J term. And it has been a lot. Um, a slap in the face. Um, but but it's good. We're talking about viruses. It's a course on virology. Um, and yeah, right now we're talking about how viruses enter the body and get to where they need to go and <laughs> what the body tries to do to stop them and how they get around that. My, my, my week has been, it's been okay. It's, I kind of feel like I've been hit with a bus, not gonna lie. Um, I have had so many meetings I can't even count and also so many meetings next week so I'm kind of like mentally preparing myself for next week but yesterday was so so fun because we um so I got to go to Bible study which I haven't been in like ages it felt like and then we got to play code names with our cousins oh I forgot about that (laughs) yeah it was so fun and really funny and it was really good to just be together and see their faces um, it's good to see your face. Um, okay, so today, today I'm I'm excited. We're gonna be talking about social media, um, and I just want to put a little disclaimer out there. Oh boy. <laughs> I so often do when I'm extremely passionate about something. Um, my disclaimer today is that. I do not think social media is inherently bad. And I just would Even like... Even though it will probably sound like that for yeah, the whole entire podcast. Like <laughs> um, 
but I just want everybody to know that I do not think social media is inherently bad. I think there are some good parts, and it's definitely served me in a good way. Also, disclaimer that we're not experts, and we can't speak for everyone's experience. Yeah. So this is probably a very, like... It's a very experience-oriented conversation. Yeah. So all of what we're saying is based off of our own experiences or maybe what friends have talked with us about. Yes. Okay, so speaking about experiences, I want to ask both you guys... Um, I, don't, like, I don't know. That's kind of like a cheesy and gross way to put it, but like, what, like, what is your or experience your journey not journey your but journey. You, you know, your like journey with social media um what do you use it for how long have you had it um I, yeah that's that's all i that's what i have to say so no what do you want to start sure my journey began <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um i i didn't have social media for a long time um when we were in like middle school and it started to kind of become a thing for people to have Instagrams and Snapchats. Um, we weren't allowed to. Um, and actually, my first social media was Facebook. Um, Wait, really? Yeah. Not even Snapdy Shapdy? It was Facebook <laughs> because um, in sixth grade, there's a thing oh, called... Oh, I forgot about there's that. There's a thing called See You at the Pole, which is like... Mm -hmm. Um, you meet before school and pray around the flagpole, and I wanted to start that oh, at yeah, my no elementary ones. school. Um, so we, like, I started that and then made a Facebook account so that I could invite my friends from school that through Facebook so and, like, spread the word. Good times. That's really um, <laughs> So that was my first social media. Um, and then I didn't have it until, I don't I, I got it a little while after you got Snapchat. Yeah. And I got I it because I because you were Snapchatting our cousins and I wanted to be a part of that. So then I got Snapchat to communicate with family. And then eventually got Instagram. But this was like later years of high school. Yeah. Like I didn't have it for a really long time and What do you um, use it for? Oh um now I Sorry, use it. <laughs> I mean, the usage hasn't really changed. I use Snapchat to communicate with friends and family that I don't see on a regular basis. Um, and not a lot of people, actually. Um, Instagram, honestly, I like delete Instagram maybe every other week yeah. just because I'm bored with it. And it's like, I, I do it because I want, I like seeing what other people are doing in their life or what they're thinking about. And it, but sometimes I get really bored, like, aka I watch like two stories and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, what about you, Rhiannon? Um, I, like you guys probably, I wasn't allowed to have social media until I was, I think, a freshman in high school. And at that point, I was only allowed to have Instagram. But being a normal freshman in high school, I wanted Snapchat, so I snuck that. And that's a fun journey, but <laughs> we don't need to go into that one. Um, I don't know. I... I guess if we're going to phrase it like my journey with social media, over the past year, I've grown to like it less than I used to like it, especially after I watched The Social Dilemma. I don't know if you guys watched that, but it's a really yes! good Yes! Okay. Get ready for this conversation. Oh <laughs> I'm so excited. I really liked it. And just like with everything going on, there's so many different like, tr like truths. And it's like, how do you differentiate 
what's true, what's false, and it's just overwhelming. But I honestly, I like social media because I use it for my art account. That's what I really like it for. And when I go back and forth, like, should I delete Instagram? It's always like, well, nowadays, if you want to have a business, people like having the Instagram platform because people yeah. like seeing that stuff, you know, it has a nicer yeah. look for it, the aesthetic, everything. But I don't know. I'm always like torn. I'm like, I want to delete it. And then I'm like, but I don't want to. And I also communicate with um, girls from Spain that have stayed with us through Instagram a lot. Mm. And because you can't text them, it'll cost money. And I'm not about to get fined for texting people in Spain. <laughs> so Instagram has been really helpful in that way. And I think because I also wasn't allowed to have Snapchat, I didn't really grow up in the snapchat generation of like sending streaks and you yeah. know just like the pointless communicating i honestly use it yeah. to talk to my friends send them like really like videos that's honestly what i use it for so i can like talk and not have to facetime all the time mm -hmm. but once again i like go back and forth i honestly it's like a struggle it's like do i delete it do i not it's just yeah. so back yep. and forth constantly but overall i use it to promote like my art and i like sharing that kind of stuff I feel like it's a little bit of like positivity. Everyone is so like crazy on social media yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, here's some flowers that I painted the other day. Like, oh, hope you all enjoy. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, that's like, mm -hmm. sorry. You have to answer no. your own question. I know, I'm gonna, but I wanna ask this question beforehand because I forgot to ask it. Okay, if you weigh the good and the bad of social media, do you think it's more good or more bad? Just super quick answer. Good. Um, I don't know. I used to be good. And then seriously, after watching that social dilemma, I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. I think, I think when you think at it, about it first, you think good, like, oh, you can communicate with people, you can reach out to people, but there's so much bad that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, so my journey with social media, I got Snapchat in project week of seventh grade. Whoa. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I probably got it like I don't remember. Or beginning of ninth. I don't remember why I part remember that so particularly that it was Project Week, but I think it was a Wednesday Project Week actually. Anyways, um, so I got Snapchat. Like Noah mentioned, that was primarily to communicate with family. We actually had to like ask our mom if we could add a friend, even really? if they were, yeah. I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> even if they were like our neighbors, um, and then eventually in like. 2016 was i in ninth grade no, ninth, yeah. ninth grade, yeah i don't know i was in some grade then um and i got instagram and so i guess like my journey with it is i used it most of the time to communicate with family and then also as we started to go um on like mission trips to indianapolis it was definitely to communicate with friends in yeah. like throughout the united states um north virginia and Indiana and all these places. Um, and I think it was honestly like probably in 11th or 12th grade when I started to see, like when I started to get bored with Instagram. So that, that was like two years, two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I started, I definitely was already bored with Snapchat at that point, but just kept it. Um, and yeah, so I was I was getting bored with it. I did I didn't really want to use it because I could see that it was distracting me. Um, and time went on. I guess I kept it, and then I think it was like quarantine twenty twenty, where um, <laughs> I 
like I de- I deleted social media off my phone, like Snapchat, Instagram, whatever it was, TikTok. I deleted it off my phone, and I was like, I'm just gonna be done with this for like a week, and it was a really good week. It was really fruitful. Yeah. Um, and so ever since then, I've de- been deleting it on and off. And then about a month ago, it was just over a month ago. I was listening to a podcast, of course, and they mentioned the social dilemma. And I had avoided watching The Social Dilemma for, a, like, five months. Um, because I thought, I don't know what I thought it was about, but I did not think it was about social media. Um, <laughs> and so I was listening to this podcast, and the podcast was talking about how, like, basically, like, spending time on your phone and, like, how we have been so sucked into our computers and phones um, during this COVID-19 time because like in a sense we have to <clears throat> um to be on zoom and you know facetime and whatever and all that um and very quickly I started thinking like when I weighed the good versus the bad I definitely used to say good but now I think I would say bad um and what Noah <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about your disclaimer in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, okay, I, like, obviously it provides really good connections, and I'm glad for that, and I'm glad that I can keep in touch with friends, of course, but we're gonna go through some of the things that the social dilemma goes through, just, like, to, so I can kind of, like, parse out my journey a little bit more and, like, say why I think it's bad. Um, but currently, currently I have no social media. Like, I have deactivated it because i'm oh, so wow. yeah wow we are taking we're taking steps people. <laughs> <laughs> um no i just this is something that i've been thinking about for a long time and i've been wanting to do for a long time and then i it was partially because of this podcast that i listened to and wanting to spend more time in books rather than in my phone um people are reading episode yeah from last week but also i was like I'm taking 18 credits plus a lab plus three jobs next oh semester. Oh my gosh! I'm not gonna have to talk about you. Media was the other. Oh my gosh. So there was there was kind of a lot going on here. But um, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna hop in now to just um kind of the I guess the meat of the podcast. Um, so in August of 2020, this documentary called The Social Dilemma came out <laughs> on Netflix. You most likely have heard of it before this podcast. Wait. August of 2020, okay. August of 2020. I was just confused because you said you were avoiding it for like five months. I watched it, no, I watched it, I watched it in like... Fact checking. December. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it like December 5th, so I don't know how many months that is, but (laughs) I'm sorry I'm spreading fake news. Um, okay, so it came out in August of 2020, and, um... Yep, so I, I watched it because this podcast that I like that also recommended Bon Bon Star and Chris oh Mom goodness. and Star to me. So I was like, okay, it's probably good. It's probably good. Um, and it was. And I was shook. Um, shook. Yes. So in The Social Dilemma, they explained, like, how social media works. And particularly how we are the product that developers want to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So often we think like, um, like Google is just a search box and Instagram is just a way to see what my friends are doing. But in reality, these apps, even Google, Gmail, um, 
TikTok, Visco, whatever it is, they're all competing for your time and competing for your attention. And it's even so far, I think this is so creepy. It even goes so far as like, <clears throat> if, I, if I text Rhiannon a recipe and she responds to me like, thanks. Wait, text or like, like I text over her, social media? Sure, over social media, either one, like either messaging or whatever. So I text her, say I like DM her on Instagram a recipe and she responds, that looks really good. She, it was possible that she was prompted to respond to me. That looks really good. Like prompted because of the way that like our brain has been wired by these things. And then I feel like I have to respond to her because that is how like the culture of social media has been set mm -hmm. up. And so there's things like, um, to give it a little bit more of a concrete example, um, say that you are looking, um, at like, I don't know. So in the social dilemma, like they're, they kind of like follow this family. Um, and <clears throat> say you are looking at, so this man in this family was looking at these like radical things that were going on, like in the culture. And like his dad was talking about this protest that was happening. And eventually through the ads and the videos that he was looking at and through the different posts he was looking at, he was actually prompted to go to this protest and like social media is what prompted him to go to this protest. Um, and then in this, it took it kind of to the extreme, but like he got arrested and his sister got arrested. Um, but anyways, while I was watching, while I was watching the social dilemma, I started to think like, are we actually free? Like are, like is social media, to what extent is social media restraining us and like taking away our freedom? Yeah, that's which is yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, it's honestly you can't escape it. It's just it's crazy because like even if you think like, oh, I'll delete Instagram or I'll delete something, it's somehow you have to get it back or somehow something else like an email. You know what I mean? You get all these emails when you subscribe to places. Just everything is over the phone or the computer and it's so overwhelming when you take a step back and look at it it's like holy cow like nothing is uh like on pa you know on paper anymore it just it's all just in the air it's just crazy like so over when was it i think it was over quarantine or maybe a little bit after my dad had an instagram but he never used it and it got hacked and afterwards my mom was like okay i need what does everyone have because i need to know what kind of how people are getting into our lives you know what i mean like what doors are open for other people to come into our lives and i was like writing down all of like the accounts that use my email and i have to have a password for and i was like oh my gosh like these are so it's, it's so many because you think oh i'm gonna shop yeah. on american eagle and yeah. it's like you have to enter your email and password in order to get like points or a coupon and of course you want to get the coupon so you enter in your email and then it's like then they give out your email to random people and your junk mail is full of like random scams it's just it's so crazy and at this point i've tried to like go through and delete things and some places don't even let you delete your email or your information mm -hmm. you're kind of like trapped you know or like when you unsubscribe to something and it takes yes. like five or six for you to actually yeah or are you unsubscribe and they still send it to you i've literally i'm like i thought yeah. i unsubscribed from this place and they're still sending me emails it's just yeah, yeah. Ugh. 
wild. And then it's also really easy if you have multiple emails to forget you have an account yeah, under one of your emails. So you use another email and oh then you like subscribe yes. to both. I have that issue with multiple yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah. I'm what no, what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you do you think that do do you I guess like do you kind of like buy into the yeah, they are controlling us or are you like uh, we still have, we still have freedom. I feel like, as typical with this podcast, I'm always the one who's like, "You're wrong. Yeah. Let me show you why." Um, so I think, okay, I don't think we have freedom, but I don't think we have freedom. Period. Because we're in a society. Um, I will probably talk a little bit about this in a later episode, because yeah, with yeah. anthropology and sociology, <clears throat> but sociology talks a lot about constructions and norms and societal rules that come out of being a part of a uh, society. Also, John Locke talks about it. Um, He's a good one. So I think that, him. yeah. <laughs> so um, man is born free, but everywhere he is in chains. Yep. Um, pretty, pretty true. I think, so I, when you were talking about, like, it prompts you to respond or your brain instantly is like, oh, I need to respond. I don't think it's necessarily, it's not like social media's fault. It's more because we are in a society that is constantly trying to develop and capitalism obviously is a big part of our society. And like you were saying, like Google is buying for your time and attention and energy and all these different places are. And while yes, that is true, I don't think that is the only thing that is buying for your time and energy and attention. And it just has to do with the fact that we live in this type of society. So I am, I want to just make it clear that I think that it's not like something inherently wrong with social media. Becca Joy is raising her yeah, hand. Yeah, I'm raising my hand um, because I have the tendency to talk over. <laughs> um, okay, I think that like I agree that so that we like live in a society and I, I do I honestly do agree with Locke. I think that he is right in saying that we are in chains. Um but I think it's just title bound. Um but oh yeah, okay. So in the social dilemma, there's this dude named Tristan Harris and um he was an ethicist at Google which I just think is very interesting. And he kind of tells the story of how he started working at Google and he was working in Gmail and he was burnt out because they were talking about the colors yes. and um, like what color should the inbox be and what color should it be like when you highlight the like the email and all these like really I things, that, things like that. <laughs> that were like, why, like, why are you talking about that? But um, he, and all the colors and everything that they were talking about was to make it so that you check your email. So, you know, there's that, like, oh. they're trying to get you, not, I wouldn't say addicted, but they're trying to get you yeah. in, you know? Um, and he realized, he was like, why, as someone, Tristan, as someone addicted to email, he realized, why, like, why are we doing that? Why are we trying to make this more addictive? And so for a long time, he worked on this presentation um, kind of just calling to attention, like, is this good? Is this good that we are pulling people in? Um, and I think that, 
yeah, like the the business model of Gmail, the business model of Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, as long as they make money off of you and your time, the business model is literally to draw you in and to get you in, um, which is like why I kind of think that like in in a way, like maybe it's not the app's fault, but like it is the developer's mm-hmm. fault that we are being addicted because that is what they're trying to do. Like, they're literally trying to make us addicted to their app. How is that different than food or other things? What do you mean? Like, the whole per like, you're a marketing, studying marketing, so, like, you must know that the purpose of marketing is to get people to keep buying and keep buying I mean, buying it is, like, buying. it is, but I think, I don't know. It kind of reminds me. <laughs> I think that marketing like that is marketing is to get people in and like in my intro to marketing class we talk about that literally all of the time um and like yeah that's true that is marketing but like that also like that is the like that's part of the business model of the company um but i think the fact that i think we talked about this i'm pretty sure on one of the episodes um about how like phones like you get more sucked in than your computer which one was that i think that was one of the first three seconds that was definitely one of the first seconds anyways um i don't know it okay it actually reminded me yesterday we recorded a podcast the reading podcast and i read this reddit and the dude said he was talking about like his unhealthy obsession with reading and he said like i realized that i do this like I had this unhealthy obsession he went into the details but I don't want to stop yeah. and I think that's kind of like our relationship with social yeah. media like put aside like it drawing us in and all that um like I guess my question is like do you find do you find it sad that we are giving so much of our time to media or do you think that it's actually good in a sense I honestly, that quote that from that guy on Reddit, I mean, it's not like a real quote, but you know what I mean? That is so true Mm -hmm. because after watching that documentary, I was like, this is so bad. Like I need to delete it, but it's like, I don't want to delete it. I go to delete it and it's like, I just, I don't want to, you know? And it's, I know that it's bad. And I know Mm -hmm. that if I get rid of it, I'll have so much more time to do things that are like actually fruitful and like worth my time, but something still stops me. And it's like, what is that? What is stopping me? You know? Mm -hmm. And it's just, Mm -hmm it's crazy honestly the more you think about it i but at the same time i still i still like it you know because you i always do like the mental like pros and cons and and it always it always goes back to the pros you know (laughs) yeah yeah something that i was thinking about because i've been extremely conscious in the past probably like i think in the past month of my screen time And just, like, really trying to keep down on my screen time. Um, Because, like, I used to hate looking at my screen time because it made me sad. And I was like, that's sad that I hate, like, looking at my screen time. Anyways, um, I I realized that, like, the reason why I didn't want to delete or deactivate, like, deactivate social media, because you can just log back on and, like, your account is there. Um, The reason why I didn't want to is because there was, like, there was this fear of missing out. But then I was I was listening to a different podcast, um, and they were talking about like okay, you know how when it's your birthday and on Facebook like people can like post something on yeah. your wall or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, 
how good of friends are those people who post on your wall? Like, that's the real question. And so then I had that, like, I had that in my mind as I was deactivating my social media. And I was like, how, like, if I have a fear of missing out, I'm probably not good yeah. friends with these people. Like, they would tell me, they would tell, like, call me or text me or whatever if something exciting happened in their life. And also, I mean, there's other ways, like Noah and I probably, and my mom, like we probably generally follow somewhat of the yeah. same people. So like, I would probably hear about it somehow, but I don't know, I guess that was like in my mind. My question is, okay, I don't remember, it was either, it was either Rhiannon or Victoria, one of you were talking about, um, I don't know, I don't remember the exact moment, but you said something that I was like, isn't that so weird that we have to communicate through yeah. social media? Like, why can't yeah. we just text mm-hmm. each other? I know. And, or call each other. I think we're afraid of texting. Oh, I don't know why. Literally. What's the difference between texting? So last year, I remember <laughs> when when we started school, I actually didn't have Snapchat at that point. I had deleted it since, like, I think junior year of high school, mainly because I wasn't allowed to have it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, actually, I text my close friends. I don't need to, like, use Snapchat. But then when I got to college, yeah. Yeah. everyone was like, what's your snapchat and it was like so what like and then when you add so then i was like fine i'll download snapchat because i'm not making like any friends so i downloaded it yeah (laughs) and it was like pathetic like they wouldn't they would snapchat like their face and then you'd see them at the school and they'd be like hey and i what like what is this yeah oh my gosh okay i just need to go off on this it's so aggravating it was the bane of my existence okay so ashley and i would keep our door open. oh i tried that it didn't work just like yeah, people just people just wander to our room, um, and random strangers, <laughs> random strangers, girls, girls who lived on our floor would just like wander into our room, um. But I I kept it open because I like I honestly liked the noise when I was studying. Anyways, um, and they would without fail walk in, say hi, my name is whatever. And then we'd talk, we'd have small talk for like three minutes, and then they'd be like, what's your Snapchat? And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I met yeah. you three minutes ago, and I did not want exactly. to like, But, like, literally every single, like, every single person. I have so many random people yes. on Snapchat that I'm like, I don't even know yeah. who you are. I, uh, really? Yeah. I only follow, oh, wait, that's not true. <laughs> I only actively snap people who I, I don't know. snap them yeah. oh no, <laughs> oh, yeah. no. <laughs> like, like, yeah I met this I was at work the other day I'm like I'm not a okay I don't know how to describe this I want to say I'm a per, like a very personal person but I'm also an open book but I'm an open book with people that I like know and for a better word like so when random people come up to me and ask me for my social media it's like I don't want to give you my I'm not like oh yeah here learn about my life here see what I'm doing it's like I don't want I don't even know you and I was at work the other day and the girl is super nice but she came up to me was like what's your name and then asked for my snapchat and I was like and I was like I yeah and I was like oh I don't have one and she was like really she was like how old are you and I was like I'm a sophomore in college and she was like oh I'm in junior (laughs) high school I was like she was like what do you use like Facebook and I was like no I'm not that old (laughs) I'm just kidding but like I was like no I don't have a Facebook she was like what's your Instagram then I was like seriously like why do you even want to be my friend yeah she probably was like that person looks cool I want to be friends with her (laughs) yeah I mean I see okay I have like oh I guess a little bit of a reputation for this of like 
following people i like unashamedly follow people on instagram i'll put it that way but i like snapchat i think for me it's more private like not private but like i don't interact with people who i don't really know um i don't but yeah that's just weird i think it's so weird how people just like walk yeah like what why do you need to know why do you need to know about my it's life? interesting i i've like never really had that experience seriously yeah maybe it's just i mean i don't know i don't know i i've never had the experience of not even like freshman first. year no seriously yeah we, that is yeah that's all, all. it was so annoying it literally drove and me up the wall. it didn't really in, it's just ironic because they ask for your snapchat and you're like oh maybe we'll like grab coffee or something or like do something Mm -hmm. but no it's like maybe i'll see you at the cafeteria and you might say hi it's just weird oh (laughs) but it never like it never was honestly so disappointing Um, i was like seriously i thought and it's it wasn't like i wanted them to ask for my phone number i just thought oh like Mm -hmm. it's just a weird and it also affects the whole it affects friendships and like the dating arena i don't know how else to phrase that but the whole it's such an easy way to not try what's your snapchat you know it really has no substance Mm -hmm. or anything to it and it's just it's draining after a while to constantly get asked oh what's your snapchat it's like come on haven't you done this already (laughs) yeah um, that I like actually, that phrase. Is an easy way to um, not try. Yeah, I was gonna kind of go off of that phrase, um, because there's there's a lot more we could talk about with social media and like the um, it really like it polarizes yeah. people. Like this is this is actually a quote from Tristan Harris, and then I will move on to what you said, Rhiannon, about it's an easy way not to try. But I just want to put this quote out there because I liked it, I guess. Um, But Tristan Harris says, technology is causing a set of seemingly disconnected things. Shortening of attention spans, polarization, outrageification of culture, (laughs) (laughs) mass narcissism, election engineering, addiction to technology. Um, Which I just like, I think that really sums up up well what social media is doing. It is doing a lot of good, of course. Um, But I think that's a good summarization of that things are doing, but going off of this easy way to not try. Um, I think that's mediocrity. And again, I was listening to the <laughs> podcast and, um, they mentioned this quote, um, by this author, Michael O'Brien, and I'm actually reading one of his books right now. He's super good. Highly recommend him anyways, but he says, and this is kind of a longer quote. Um, but there's, I'll talk about like the heart of it that I liked. Okay, it says, in general, we need to unplug from the nearly universal dominance of commercial entertainment culture, by which I mean electronic culture. If we were to do so, we would no longer fear silence (laughs) and we would experience a new richness of life as we move away from the psychological cosmos of frantic consumerism. We would also grow in gratitude, reverence, and attentiveness to the holy, which is all around us. But we have to recognize that we've been drugged. If we hope for a true new renaissance, we will have to first of all deal with our addiction to mediocrity. And at the same time, keep our eyes open for those creative buds of new life that rise up against all odds 
in the midst of soul-killing tsunami of contemporary culture. We must encourage this new life wherever it appears. Um, which is kind of like, okay, there's a lot of big words in there that like maybe you have to think about a lot, like tsunami, soul-killing tsunami of contemporary culture. Um, <clears throat> but I loved this part that we've been drugged. If we hope for a new true renaissance, we will have to first of all deal with our addiction to mediocrity and at the same time keep our eyes open for those creative buds of new life. Because I feel like something that I've been thinking about since I heard that quote, which was earlier this summer, um, or earlier this year, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Um, is that social media, like it causes us to be mm -hmm. mediocre because we don't, like we know, like you were saying, Rian, and like we no yeah. longer try. We no longer try for these new friendships. Instead, we think like, oh, I'm their friend on, on Instagram, so yeah. I'm their friend. Like, but we don't, we don't invest anymore. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what do you think, Noah? I think you seemed a little. I, I really despise the like. To me, that is cancel culture. It's like, all of a sudden, it's like we've been brainwashed. Like we're doomed. We have to. If we don't act now, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna like I mean, I spend uncontrollably. We're never gonna have any real friends. It's like, okay, um, calm down a little bit. Um, not like, not calm down and see the good. But again, recognize the fact that. <laughs> we're all quote unquote brainwashed by the society that we live in and social media happens to be a part of it. And you don't have to go and like kill social media to change the culture. I don't think that's gonna fix it. Cause it's not like getting rid of social media for everyone will magically make all of us better at interacting mm -hmm. with each other yeah. and not mediocre. Like maybe yes, that's a first step, but it's not as dramatic as what he's saying. And yeah. maybe it's just rhetoric. And maybe I, he doesn't think that, but. Yeah, I I don't think he was saying that. I don't think he was saying that we have to kill off social media. And I do not think that's yeah. the answer for sure. Um, But I think that since the age of social media and since so many people in our generation, actually, first, I do want to say we have been drugged. Like we have been disagree we have been okay just watch the social dilemma and you probably will, will not agree um we have been drugged like we have been convinced of these things and taught these things and i think like i think it is a culture or a product of the society that we live in right now but i think a giant like a huge part of that is is social media and that's why i think social media is a problem and then second oh yeah i think that in the age like because so many people in our generation grew up with social media even if they just started an account in sixth grade on facebook and then maybe they continued to check it even if it was once a month we like our generation is so 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 bad at yeah. communicating and at like at having face-to-face -face conversations and so many people hate confrontation and hate like phone yes. calls and texting and get afraid and like that like that to me that is such a problem especially as someone like who 
desires and wants to connect with people and like that is part of what I try to do like at college is like actually have relationships with people and invest in people is it's just difficult and I don't know I think I really do think social media has especially like snapchat like okay Mr. Balls no I'm, I, I think it was Mr. Balls but I'm not really sure someone convinced probably Mr. Balls that um Oh, yeah, Brianna, sorry. Um, Mr. Bosma is the president oh, of our high school. Um, he used to remind his kids that, like, Snap, like, basically the purpose of Snapchat and, like, what it was created for. And so my friend used to say um, that, like, Snapchat was the devil app. And for so long, I'm like, Emily, like, no, it isn't. What are you talking about? But now I see it. Like, it, like... First of all, the like the whole reason why Snapchat was made, but then also second of all, like it restricts yeah. our communication. I think it just restricts like how we are able to connect with people. No, I agree. I also think so. All this stuff sounds so negative, you know, and you're like, that's not all true. Mm-hmm. But for I like forget sometimes to look outside of my own circle of like people that I'm surrounded with because of the way mm-hmm. I grew up. You know, I have a more not a more I have better like communication with like my friends like we don't rely on snapchat and all that stuff but on average the regular high schooler that's what they rely on you know so I think going to college yeah. last year really like bubble bursts one of those bubble burst moments like okay so not everyone mm-hmm. well one no one grows up the same but just that yeah so like communication skills are not taught the same through every family and if they're not taught and then you're relying on social Mm -hmm. media at such a young age they kind of get lost in the mix and forgotten about and I was even and even though even though I've grown up with those communication skills I still find myself trapped or kind of confused like the other not the other day a few weeks ago it was during like the school year like the last semester I had Mm -hmm. long story short I was taking a really different class something I've never taken before and it kind of went against a lot of things that I believe in and it was just a big struggle overall and I got a really bad grade on a paper and I really wanted to talk to my teacher about it because it kind of was the first time that someone had argued with me on a topic because normally I'm talking to people who agree on the same thing and we all kind of just work on what each other are saying you know what I mean (laughs) so the paper that I got back Mm -hmm. I did not do it thoroughly I kind of was writing it towards my kind of audience and at first I was mad that she gave me that grade and then I was actually like happy about it because it was the first time I got to see some constructive criticism and I was just going to email her that, you know, like, thank you. I was originally like super upset about that. And then I was like, why would I email her this? Like, I need to tell her this. Well, we can't go in person, but you know what I mean? Like over the screen. And I was like, no, I'm just going to email. I don't want to talk to her over the phone. And then I was like, no, but that's (laughs) what I should do. And then at the end, I decided Mm -hmm. to talk over the phone and I was like, yeah, why did I even freak out about this for a week prior, you know? It's just your first reaction yeah. is just, yeah. I'll just email or I'll just send a text, you know, and having that yeah. ability mm-hmm. to talk with someone over the phone, you gain something different and it's really, it's important. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I think just, um, kind of my closing thought, I think it was also helpful. The three of us kind of like had a very different high school experience than the average Yeah the average person. And I think that we three all probably learned 
probably better than others how to communicate and like how to yes. develop friendships and it doesn't need to start mm-hmm. at snapchat because we re- we all realize that there's something more because we had the opportunity to get to know well yeah it's like your class is so small it's like you really don't have anywhere to turn so you're yeah. like, oh, i guess i'll talk to you even though i'm mad at you today it's like whatever <laughs> yeah yeah so i think i i want to go back to like for my sort of closing ideas to the idea that we talked about towards the beginning that there's pros and cons Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a mental battle that you have to decide for yourself and I don't think there's a right answer because like we were just saying we all we grew up in a different type of communication culture that's like I don't think I don't know if that's a thing but um (laughs) but there are other people who like even Becca Joy and I's younger siblings they're going to grow up in an era of communicating online and virtually and maybe they're like they will still have great friendships like we can't discount the Mm -hmm. quality and the validity of other people's friendships and interactions with people just because it's over social media so i just want to like say that yes while maybe there are more cons than pros to social media interaction that doesn't mean that you can't have a good friendship over All right. Um, I think that's going to be it. I think we're going to round it off. Um, listeners, right? oh, yeah. <laughs> um, listeners, we would, we would love to hear from you about, um, just, yeah, your experience with social media. Um, I guess like my final question is like, what, what would happen if you had the courage to unplug and yeah. if you had the courage to um yeah just like step back from the socials for a little bit which on that note ironically contact us <laughs> you can email us at cluco uh podcast at gmail.com um i guess you could dm us <laughs> i probably wouldn't check it i don't know i will check it <laughs> okay clueless underscore content um yeah um, and next week we're gonna be kind of continuing this conversation and yes. turning towards um boredom and what you do when you're alone and yes how and like yeah kind of continue the conversation of maybe um, von Balthazar will yeah haunt us again <laughs> we'll see yeah all right thank you for having, having me yes thank you for Rhiannon. that was i wonderful. did too yeah all right we will see you on another not week. social media <laughs> okay bye <laughs>